Hey, Reyna. Hey, Meg. How's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Good. I'm kind of excited. I know. It's our first time recording in how long? Like a month. A month. You guys haven't realized it because, you know, we were good at making sure we had backed up episodes, but we have not recorded. We have basically done nothing besides a little bit of social media, Mm-mm. and we've been dying. Well, we've been so busy just with everything. Yeah, end of summer we've stuff. We've hardly even hung out. I know. We both had our in-laws in town, and birthdays and vacations all, like, kids are back in school so uh it's like now we're it is time it's time and, and we're excited it's september it's september so it's, it's spooky, spooky season. season we've been so excited as you guys know because mm-hmm. that's all we talk about apparently mm-hmm. um but to start i got a joke okay i i lied i actually have two um okay. these these are me not my husband okay so yeah he's um, failing us today yeah <laughs> that's what i feel like you'll get um why did the ghost go into the bar? To get some booze. For the booze. For the booze. <laughs> that was an obvious one. Yeah, yeah. All right, inappropriate. You ready for this? Uh-huh. Um, why don't witches have babies? Oh, boy. Why? Their husbands have crystal balls. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. There you go. Thank All right. You. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So today we're talking about... Port Gamble. Port Gamble. Yes. Yes. And the Walker Ames House. Walker Ames House, Mm -hmm. which we both had the privilege of going to. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, that was the last, I think, lunatic suit thing we did together was go to that. Was it really? Yeah, I think that was basically it. But we went. And you guys, I investigated. She did. I'm so proud of myself. I'll tell more about it in in a little bit. We'll get into it. But for now. Yep. Well, hello and welcome to Lunatic Soup, the podcast where we go into all things wild, weird, and unknown. We're your host, Meg. And I'm Raina, ready to brew up some Lunatic Soup. Let's go. What do we got today? This was from one of our lovely listeners who yes. actually got us ready the fridge as well. He got us a city fruit uh, hard cider from Seattle Cider Co. Got it up. Um, there's a bar up in Seattle that I guess has a bunch of ciders on tap, and that's where he picked that up from. Delightful. Um, it I'm looks excited. like it's. I'm trying to see what else is in it, but unsure. Well, let's go. Let's go. And also for on video, I have this really fancy. Um, Kangaroo paw bottle opener. It is. It's real too. It's giving the middle finger. It is. Ooh, what's new? A splash for you. A splash for me. Psh, I need more. There we go. All right. Cheers. Well, it smells really good. Big ears. What? Cheers, big ears. Tex says it all the time. I've never heard that. Ooh. Ooh. That doesn't even need lime in it. That's not. No, it's super dry, but very dry. A like, little sour, but has like amazing fruit. When you smell it, it almost smells like um, like the fermented crab apple kind yeah. that we had. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, it's just That's it's really just good. an apple cider, but oh, it is a but it's like winner it, winner. It's hard to explain because it's like not sweet apple. No, it's, it's like tart apple, but it's very but it's very appley. <laughs> like, it's very. I can taste the apple, but it's this is that good. would be that would be a really good angry whore. It would be a good angry whore. Mm-hmm. You know you have some fireball down there, Meg. Do I? You do. Do I have some fireball in Freddy? Yeah. Let's see. Freddy the Fridge. We, <gasps> we left a stash of fireball in a Tupperware container. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Ready? Oh my God, it's Megan. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Is it, if it, oh my is God. It, that made it so good. I mean, it was good before. It was amazing Like, before. if we were to go have that on tap, I oh, think I would just drink that the whole night. Oh, my God. I, yeah, there'd be trouble. What's the percentage on this bad boy? 6.7. Dropped it. Oh, my. With the fireball making yeah, it an you have, like, horse. four shots in yours now. I do not. It's okay. like one and a half. Okay. <laughs> All right. I feel fall. I know. I feel it's the fall vibes. leaves mm-hmm. outside. 
It is good. That's really good. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, yes. Ryan. Thank you. We appreciate it. That was really if good. If anyone else wants to send us some ciders, we never say no. Never. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Even when they explode. Yes. Thank <laughs> like you, a Shannon. gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today we're talking about the Walker Ames House and Port Campbell. Yep. So Port Campbell is an area up in the peninsula of Washington State. Yep. Beautiful. First time I went there was about two years ago. And you went there last year. Like, you and I drove through it. I mean, I drove through it, but I wouldn't call that going there. We just did a quick drive-through. And then we went back this past summer. Yep. And what was funny is what the day we did the quick drive-through, like, what was it, August 11th, I think it yeah. was? Yeah, I think so. This year, we were there doing a tour on August 11th. And we realized that while we were there, we're like, oh my god, this is the same oh, day so that cool. we had driven through, and then we had that crazy experience at the... Manresa Castle in um, Port Townsend. Port Townsend. So we had an, and then that day we were there ghost hunting, which was. It was so cool. We're, we're investigating. Gonna... I'm saying the name wrong every time, guys. I'm yes. I'm sorry. It's not ghost hunting. I'm a noob, okay? I mean, it's fine. I'm a noob. I don't care. Some people care. I feel like you do care. I don't know if I care. Okay. Because well, I say it enough. Okay. Like, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Port Campbell. Yes. It's gorgeous. It, it is, is this tiny little town beautiful. on a bluff. Yep. They have like a, a little street going down towards the water. There's a general store, a Masonic Lodge, houses, shops. There's a little like wedding area. Yeah, they do a lot of the weddings hill. there. It's a very popular like small town wedding destination. Yeah. Um, and it's But it, all these houses are these like gorgeous... Like, older, like, built in, like, what, like, 20s, 40s looking mm-hmm. kind of thing. Just beautiful old houses. Yeah. Really, really, really cute. And a lot of them weren't even built there. A lot of them were built up in Port Ludlow. Yep. And brought down because that was their sister, sister city. Town. And when the people were there, what, doing what was there? A stone? There was stone? a, no, a lumber mill. Lumber mill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, everyone would get a house. Yeah. They said that you could get a house for a dollar yeah, yeah a dollar crazy. a year or something like that is like, and yeah. then people got grandfathered into that or some. It's it's crazy. It's wild, like, and people still like nobody owns the houses there. It's a whole township, and oh, I didn't know that. The town manager, which who we'll talk about, uh-huh. and everybody rents houses there. I didn't realize that no one owns them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, crazy. And everything's run by the town itself. Yeah. yeah. So it's right across the Puget Sound from Seattle. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gives you an area of where If it you is. are a fan of Twilight, it is Ooh. up where Twilight was like based. Yeah. It, like it's it's a port... little bit it's a little bit for that was based in Port Townsend. No, not no, Port, port Angeles, sorry. Port, port Angeles. So it's yes. maybe like 45 minutes yeah, to an hour. But it's from like port the general vicinity forks is further that than side. it to Yeah, but it's that area of Washington, which you probably don't know where that area is, but anyways, you get it. You get the picture. Yeah. So the first time I was there, walking down the street, uh, it felt so familiar. I'm like, mm-hmm. why does this feel so familiar? Turns out it was based off of a New England town. And I, you I can grew see up it. in New England. And you yeah. can see it. When you're walking down the street, it looks like a little coastal town in Maine. Yep. Um, so it came about in 1841. There was the Wilkes ex- Expedition that sailed into the region. And they were sent to survey the Pacific coast. Mm-hmm. When they entered the Hood Canal, they came into the bay and they kind of were like, hey, this place looks good. We're going to call it Port Gamble. Mm-hmm. So it's not really, there's no real definitive reason for naming it this, not that I could find. But a lot of people think it's after Lieutenant Colonel John M. Gamble. I feel like that would make sense. Probably. And he was a key figure in the War of 1812. Okay. So fast forward a couple of years, William Talbot and Andrew Pope arrived from, uh, arrive in San Francisco from Maine. Um, and they want to get started in the logging industry. By 1853, Talbot had been searching the Puget Sound area for a spot. Mm-hmm. Found it. Mm-hmm. Found it in Port Gamble. Um, he decided it was perfect. It was close to the water. It was close to the forest. It was, you know, not far from Seattle. Not yeah, far no, from it's where not far. people yeah. were. And it was also a good location to ship lumber over to Asia. Okay. So Talbot and Pope initially, they had a problem finding workers mm-hmm. in the region. Because um, it was kind of away from Seattle. It was close, but still kind of away. Um, so they ended up bringing over a bunch of people from New England. Mm-hmm. Um, the people started to get homesick oh, yeah. for New England. So then they thought, oh, let's make the town look like New England. Ooh. So that's why it looks like a little New yeah. England town. And they're from Maine, and it looks like Maine. So the mill switched ownership over the years. 
but it's been up and running until its fi- final closure in 1995. Okay. It ran until 1995. It's a long time. Yeah, and there's actually some really cool pictures of the mill. Mm-hmm. When we were there, it's not there anymore, but you can see like down from the water where the mill was yeah. looking up. And it looked, it was right on the water. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Oftentimes, like when I was up there one time, we saw a submarine mm-hmm. in the bay. Oh, wow. And then there's also been a lot of whales spotted yeah. in the bay. So that's cool. Always something fun. Um, It was the oldest working mill in North America. Okay. Yeah. So some interesting things that happened in Port Gamble. Um, In 1856, the Haida Native American tribe came into the bay with about 300 warriors. And first they went down to Stillicum, and then they came back up, and they went to Port Gamble. And there was a scuffle, if you will. Yep. And... The people of Port Campbell ended up killing their chief, and they they went away. The natives went away. Okay. Well, the natives came back Mm -hmm. later because they, you know, an eye for an eye, they wanted to get the the white man's chief. Yep. So instead of landing in Port Campbell, they landed in Whidbey Island. Oh, oh, yes, I remember the story. story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they landed in Whidbey Island, which is an island in the Puget Sound. In Um, the general vicinity. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it when you're from here, but it is very close to where it is. Yeah, it's east of Port Gamble. Yeah, it's really not far. Little Um, ferry ride. Yeah, so there's a man named Colonel Isaac Ebby, and he was one of the first men to settle and claim land in Whidbey Island. And the Haida tribe came to Whidbey Island with the goal of killing their chief. Mm Mm-hmm in retribution for their chief being killed. And instead of killing the actual person in charge in Port Gamble, they knocked on the door, he answered the door, Ebby answered the door, mm-hmm. and they killed him. And they... Took his head. Decapitated him, took his head. Yeah. Bull. Yeah. And there's some stories about, you know, some soldiers going up to the Haida tribe and finding the head and bring it back and burying right. it, but they're not sure They're positive sure it was the right head. Or not. Yeah. It was a head. They just don't know if it was the head. It was a head. They just don't know if it was the head. (sighs) Lovely. So that gives you a little bit of the history about Port Gamble. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I would... I'll never say no to going to Port Gamble. I won't again. I want to go, like, yesterday. Yeah. There's... I actually want to go to the... um, We'll we'll get into it. We'll be getting into it. But the Masonic Lodge, I have a lot of feelings about the Masonic Lodge there. Okay. So there's... We're going to talk about the Walker Ames House in detail, but Mm -hmm. let's talk about some of the other things around. So when we first went there, we went, there's the general store, mm-hmm. and then underneath is a little museum. Yep. And that place was just cool. It has, you know, stuff about the town from the last couple hundred years, yep. like artifacts, things like that. There was actually a piece of paper signed by Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. in there. That was really cool. The coolest part, though, is there's this exhibit set up, and there's um, stairs going up and a chair. Remember yep, that? I do. And I have a video, so that we will post this on our. We'll we'll do it on yeah well, TikTok and Instagram. I'll do we'll do a reel of it because I took a whole video of it. And it's super cool. Yeah. So they went in and cleaned it regularly, and then there's this. So I can't remember exactly how they found it, but they were doing a tour of this museum and the and the chair they looked and there was like a butt print. Yep. And there were footprints, right? And nobody had been in there. It's roped off. So from that day they decided we're not dusting this anymore. So it's been a few years since they've Uh dusted it. And the butt print and the footprints are still Still there. there. No there's dust all around it. Yeah. But there's no dust. On those prints. And the footprints themselves are actually from shoes that are not from our current Mm-mm. era. And they were able to, like, confirm that they are not. And they were just, they were not there one day, they were there yep. the next. And so we will, again, I we took I took a video of it that I'll make sure it gets up so you guys can see it on our socials. It is very, it was it's pretty cool. It was like, when he was explaining it, I was like, okay, blah, blah. And then I saw it and I was like, whoa. Like, that you can was... tell the dust is building up. Yep. Just not in these locations. Yep. Interesting. It is. And then there's the theater slash post office slash former morgue. Wait, can we quickly talk about what happened while we were in that? Oh, yeah. That Go area? For it. That's Well, you. I'll do Go. a quick. Um, so when we were in that, what, well, it's technically a museum now. It's a museum now. Yeah, it's a museum. And we went and we saw the butt print and the footprint. And then we went around to this other place. And like they have the lights completely off. So you have flashlights. You're in, yeah. you're in complete dark. And so we walk around this corner. And Meg and I go. We're at the very, like we were at the front. Ended up being at the very back of this area. 
and we're standing and there's this corner around us and the the corner on the other side of where we are there's an exhibit where they have often seen like different things so right. it's definitely the more haunted part of the area i didn't know that yet though and you probably kind of did, but we're unaware. Kind of, yeah. But I got this overwhelming feeling of like something was watching us. And I was standing there and then I kept getting like um, what sounded like someone breathing in my ear. You actually asked me like. Like did you, I was like, I looked at you and I was like, did you, did you just make a noise? And there was a lady who was sitting behind me, but to the other side. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, maybe that was just her. And then it happened to me twice. And it was like this breathing in my, this like. <sighs> yeah, in you my asked ear. me. You asked me. Did you just sigh really heavy? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" And so then it was the next one was like uh, something similar, but and but then it was like I knew we were being watched. I knew there was something, and I look around the corner and I saw this shadow figure like poke out, poke out, and back. poke back. And then you saw it too, I and saw you it. don't. Normally... I don't usually see yep. that. I mean, first there was a full-on wedding dress mannequin there, so which that, that was scared the fucked shit up. out of me. Which I still think there was something in there too. Do you? I, I do. I just don't think I got confirmation of like. I never got confirmation of what I was seeing. What I know for a fact, what I saw was in that... It, it was like a shadow kind of going boop yep. around the corner yep, with like his head me, out yep, and then and looking and at I us. typically don't see that. And, but you just felt the energy. It was like how the Pete is the guy who does the thing yeah. um, describes it. If you're close to like a uh, big source of like electric energy, like actual electric, you can kind of feel it radiating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like the second we walked into that part of the museum, I was like, was there. Oh, this is, and then I just kept having thing after thing happen. And I was, I would be interested to go back there now that like, if we could do it on our own, I yeah. would love to go into that part and see what I can kind of fill out because where we can more talk more. Uh-huh, and things like uh-huh. that. Cause we were in a tour with like 50 other people. There was there. a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up getting to investigate on our own, but mm-hmm. um, during this part we didn't. So right. anyways, all right. So we just talked a little bit about Pete, who was yep. bringing us through this location. So I just want to kind of introduce him. We were on his radio show last month. Yeah. We're going to be interviewing him next week, and he's going to be on our show. Yes. Wonderful guy. So much knowledge of the yeah. paranormal, especially in the Port Gamble area. It's very cool. Yeah, he has some really cool connections, and he has some great stories, too, that, you know... And he's just an easy guy to talk to. So nice. He's mm-hmm. the kind, like, we went on the tour. He, uh, I mean, on his radio show, he was the nicest guy ever. We had so the best easy. experience. Yeah, easy to talk to. Yeah, first time I've ever been, like, interviewed in that kind of setting. And I was nervous, but it was so easy. He made it so easy and so fun. Yep, and he just, in general, like, he has all of the knowledge of Port Gamble, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he also has medium abilities. Yes. And we'll let him to talk about Yeah, we're going to ask him all about yeah, that. Yeah, um, but... So he was able to even pick up on a story I was telling about my medium abilities, mm-hmm. and he was able to pick up on the guy that I saw in a room in California. Um, that's posted on our TikTok and our yeah. um, thing, but he was able to see the guy that I saw, which blew my mind. Right. I was like, right. what the fuck? Because he started describing what I saw, and I was like, how do you know that? And then I was like, oh, wait, you're a medium. And I was like, "Yeah." it he's... just tripped me out. And yeah. I, I actually got to meet Pete last year. Yeah, last with your mother-in-law. Yeah. My mother-in-law um, had a connection from a paranormal investigator in Oregon who contacted Pete, who set us up with a private tour yeah. of the Walker Inn House last year. And I brought my kids and everything, and it was wonderful. But Pete is known as the mayor, yep. quote-unquote, of Port Gamble. Yep. He's the town manager. Remember how I said everything's rented, everything's... Okay, I... That makes so much more sense because I thought town manager was just like a cute name that people would call no. him. No, he's actually a town manager. Okay, he's actually the town yeah. manager. And we'll let him talk a little bit about it because I want to know more of his story about how he came to Port Gamble and all yeah, that all stuff. Yeah, all the things. But he runs the Port Gamble Paranormal. Yep. He's had a radio show. He runs tours. There's a whole paranormal conference coming up in November, which we are going to. We're going to Port Gamble for it. We're really excited. I'm really, really I'm, excited. I'm actually really excited. We get to meet people in the area that yep. do this. Yep. And it's not just, it's not just the, I mean, it's the paranormal is a wide umbrella, but it's not just ghosts. No, it's not. It's like There's cryptids, cryptids and all sorts of Alien things. stuff. Like he was having a guy on a show the week after us that was That's an alien. Right. Like, so it covers all the similar things that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not as much the witchy side of things, but I'm sure but people he who has are going his to be there, stuff. which is all, yeah, that yeah. ties in. And I'm sure people who are going to be there will be mm-hmm. right in our genre. So it'll be, we will definitely, you know, we'll let you guys know when that's happening, but it's not until yeah. November, but yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. Me too. But yeah, so that's a little introduction to Pete Orbea. Yeah, so and he, next week, I, I'm hoping next week, it'll be our interview with him. Yes. 
And so. if it's not airing next week, it'll be the week after that. Yep. Well, it kind of depends on how things pan out. But yep. um, with my me and my editing is what it actually comes down it's to. It's all guys. So, on you right now. Oh, God. Anyways. All right. So now when we say Pete, that's what we're talking about. Just yep. so we know. All right. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the theater slash post office slash morgue. Yeah. So when we were on our tour, we stopped for a bathroom break. Thank God. Because if you know me, if you are friends with me, you know I have to stop for a bathroom break at least once an hour. Don't Scott, go on a road trip with me. has got a bladder the size of a golf ball. It's just really, also you know. Also four children. Well, yeah, there's I that mean, too. There's oh, that. oh, God. <laughs> so while everybody was taking a bathroom break, they'd go in and come out. And Pete was on the front porch kind of talking to people. And he told a story about how one time they stopped in. This is a normal potty break area. And a woman didn't want to wait in line for the ladies' room, and so she called into the men's room and asked if anyone was there, and she heard a deep male voice respond that, right. that, come on in! Yeah. But there was nobody there. Nope. He had some wild stories of that place, like him personally, which... Yeah. Like, do you have any of those? Or? Well, um, I'll start off, and then if you want to add to Well, it, yeah, I don't... Yeah. yeah. So, um, there's the theater, which is kind of upstairs... And they've gotten shadow figures running across the stage. They've gotten so much activity within that building itself. In the basement, it used to be the morgue. Yep. So, you guys, post office, theater, and morgue, all in one. This Why is not? small town vibes, but holy, no wonder the place is freaking haunted. Like, the, the town is literally one street down and then one street up. It's literally like a block. Yeah. It's like a literal, Two, when you go around yeah. the block, That's it's one... It's one square block, mm-hmm. essentially. But there's it's, so much there. Yep, and everything is old and haunted. Everything. Everything. Every building. Every building has a story. Yep. Um, so they were down in the basement slash old morgue, and they heard footsteps up top, even though the building was locked up. It was closed, and there was no one else there. So they'd go up, and there was nothing. But they kept hearing footsteps everywhere. So moving on, like I said, every house there is haunted. Every building there is haunted. Um, There's the cemetery up on the top of the hill, which you have a story of that. So why don't you quickly tell me? I mean, my my story wasn't necessarily a story, but it it was one of those things where, you know, I've said before that I have my medium abilities and I'm trying to like figure out how to tap into them and trust myself more because I'm, I get things right pretty often now, which you really do. It really blows my mind. Yeah. And I'm starting to really like, I mean, when I'm with people, sometimes I will just get names and that won't, I won't be able to almost leave our conversation until I say the name. And if I do, or if I don't say the name, it'll stick with me for so long. Or if I do say it and someone like, doesn't, they're like, maybe not it, that name will still like it haunts me because I feel like it is right, but they're just not understanding. Like they don't, they're not thinking about like, okay, right. it might not be my grandpa or it might not be this, or it might be a middle name, or it could be a last name that I'm getting like a version of it. But anyways, so while we were there, the um, cemetery, which is gorgeous, it looks out over this insane view, which again, we'll sunset. post pictures at sunset. It was just beautiful. And before he was saying it, Meg and I are kind of like towards the back of the group and we're looking at the cemetery and we're kind of reading all the different types of headstones. And I say to Meg, I kept, I was like, my attention keeps getting pulled to like this area. And, but I wanted to look at these, this other tombstone that had two women there that I believe were twins. Yeah. And we had, he had said like, you know, I'm going to let you guys in, but why don't you like go to where you think it's the most haunted? And to me, I thought he was going to like, let us tell him. I didn't think he meant like he was going to watch who went there mm-hmm. because I would have walked right over to where right. I thought it was. Um, but it ended up at the end of it, like turned out that both the spots that he said were the two spots that I had pointed at. And I was like, go. I was like, Oh, I did that right. Like it it's was just nice like, to have that confirmation. It was like, right? I did that. Yeah. I got it right. I was like, hell yeah. In my, like, even if it was just to myself, like, I mean, I told you, but I you was, did tell me. I was proud of myself. I was you, like, you okay. I, but I knew where it was and I could, there was a very strong feminine energy around it. Yes. I could literally see her like part of her. Like she was. The energy there is just incredible. Well, how, who, whoever I saw, I saw in this like older black dress like one of those with the poofy the poofy sleeve sleeve and the like fitted and like high neck kind of thing like that situation that was the that was what I was seeing in one of the areas that would have been the right time frame yeah that's what I feel like I think as I mean I don't know which person was buried then but that was just what I got anyways yeah crazy so I'm not going to tell all the stories that we heard there because I want to give Pete the opportunity to tell some of them yeah but one more before we get to the Walker Ames house that I want to tell it's it's a house at the beginning of 
the road leading into the town and it's right now it's like a tap house. Yeah, it's they're like booze, it's like cider and beer. Yeah. Rough. We're gonna have to go back. Darn dang it. Mm. It was closed by the time we got there and yeah. did our tour. But... Otherwise. Mm-hmm. Although on the way up, we did stop in Polsbo, which another adorable, amazing little town. Mm-hmm. And right on the water, and we went to the is it called the Kraken? Mm-hmm. The Kraken Bar or something like that. Guys, if you ever like Want to get on my good side? Yeah. Cider and cheese curds. I mean, cheese cur- and those cheese curds were bomb. So good. We also did our um, koozie distribution. Um, I don't think we've talked about that. Have we? Have we not talked about it? I don't it? think so. So, so yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. well, so we um, have started making koozies that say like Lunatic Suit Podcast on them and have all different kinds of things. And we've started leaving them at bars. When I was in New York, I left them around New York City. Yep, and so anytime we go to bars, we leave them places. So if you would like to be a part of the koozie distribution si- system... Let, let us Yeah, because we will literally... I will personally mail you some koozies. You can keep one for yourself. And then if you want to distribute them to a bar, to an anywhere... Restaurant, like, yep, bar, Yep, it's like a theater, fun kind whatever. of game. And so like at the end of it, we like ran around like with trying to be discreet, leaving koozies all over the... I think we left them in the bathroom. Yeah, we left them in the bathroom <laughs> and like hopefully, you know, stuff... Some might get thrown away, some might, but we're hoping that maybe... They're fun. They're fun. I think they're a great time. It's like a business card, but, but useful. A, yeah, a useful business card. So we do that, and yeah, so if you want to be part of the system, hit us up. Well, let, I'll send you something. Koozie distribution Also, system. can I just koozie, say... yeah. What's funny koozie, story. Yeah. So real quick, side note, shocker. Um, my mother-in-law's been in town from Australia visiting, and my best friend got married this past weekend. Congratulations, Woo-hoo! Jenna and Rupert. Love you guys. Um, and my whole family was a part of the wedding. My husband, B- Mr. Boo Boo, is officiated. He so had like the big. It's only for the beginning. Like the. I made him the hat, the mewage from the Princess Mewage. Bride. Yeah. I made him the big Pope hat that Naturally. he put on for the first. Like he literally, they got to the front and he had it hidden in the bushes. He grabbed it, put it on his head, and he goes, "Mewage, mewage is what brings us together today." And then he takes it off and throws it, and he was like, "Just kidding, guys." Amazing. But it was what the groom wanted, so you know. Anyways, my girls were all flower girls. Um, it was a great time. But I made koozies for her wedding, mm-hmm. and my mother-in-law was helping me. And while we were making the koozies, she was like, what is a koozie? Because in Australia, they call them stubby holders. Which stubby is beer. Stubby is a bottle of beer, and so that makes sense. Right. And so um, I said, mm, I don't know, Jane. Let me, let me ask Alexa. So I was like, hey, Alexa, what does a koozie mean? And apparently koozie comes from an aboriginal name, which is native Australian, um, that I can't remember the name that it was, but koozie, it means a drink holder. So the koozie is the abbreviation for that name. But so technically koozie's from Australia. Yeah. So stop knocking us. Yeah. Aussies, which right. I do think it must be up in a different area than where Texas from. But I mean, all the good drunken things come from Australians. I'm just saying. I mean, again, full circle. Full circle, man. Every time. Every time. All right. Back to the, <laughs> back to the story. So back to the tap house. It used to be used as offices. Yes. He actually told us that that used to be his office. Yeah, because he was doing he gets... wedding stuff there. Yep, that's yep. before he was the town manager slash mayor. Yeah, he was wedding he, coordinator. Wedding coordinators in the little town. So he said that there was often a little boy that was felt, heard, seen mm-hmm. all over this building. And he got the impression that this boy's name was Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, an older woman came to visit mm-hmm. the town, said her aunt used to live in the home, and what it was was the cousins would come and visit the aunt in the summertime. Mm-hmm. She never got to because her family wasn't as well off, but she wanted to come and see it. Um, so he brought her on a tour of this whole building. She was super happy. And then he, he goes, Hey, I just have to ask you, was there ever an Edward or an Ed in this house? He didn't say the word Eddie mm-hmm. because he didn't want to lead her on. Yeah. And the old woman turns to him and goes, Oh, Eddie. Yeah. He was my cousin. Yep. So crazy. And he was... had picked that up and they saw the little boy all the time in there. And I'm just... pretty sure I saw him watching us out the window. That was, yeah. yeah I felt like he was there. Speak. Which was... Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of watching out the window. Oh. So when we first got to town, you kind of go down towards the water on the side, right in between the Walker Ames house and the general store. So now we're moving into the Walker Ames house. Uh-huh. So this is said to be the most haunted house in Washington State. Yep. This town is said to be one of the most haunted towns in Washington State. 
So you're looking up at the Walker Ames house, and you, you see there's the basement, there's little windows down there, the first floor, the second floor, and the attic. Mm-hmm. And in the attic, there's a window, and it has... I'm using my hands to talk. None of you can see that, but that's what I'm doing. I'll I talk not. with my yeah, hands. Yeah. You can see drapes yes. in the window. Yep. So I kept looking up because I kept thinking I saw somebody in the window. You and I both, we both said it to but each other. But we didn't say it until later. Yeah. Like we both yeah. kept looking up. And this this is locked. Like yep. Pete has the keys. No one can locked. get in there. Yep. And so we did eventually say, hey, I think somebody's up in the window. Yeah, we both like, we're like, someone's watching from that window. We were both like, uh, yeah, we can both yeah. feel it. And so we took... A, when I, we say someone, by the way, we mean a ghosty, not, yeah, not, yeah, not, not, not a human, by the way. Yeah. Just BT I mean, dubs. Prior human. Prior human, but prior not human. a current, not a current one. So, one of us took a picture. I did. Uh, I, you took a picture. I took a picture as, so as we were walking down to meet the ghost tour, I stopped on this these stairs and I took a picture of the house itself. Mm-hmm. And, and you I, can see the top window and in the see attic. the top window and I didn't like the angle so I ended up re-photographing it later, but I still had this side view mm-hmm. that was there. So... Then we were standing across the street outside of the theater yep. um, lodge area, and we both look over, mm-hmm. and we're like, that drape is open more than it was before. Yeah, the drape was open. Yeah. And we were like, are we sure? It could be the angle. It could, could be, be this. the angle, yeah. And so, again, we're always looking for, we want the real answer. We don't want the, right. we, we want... just believe it because you know that people say it's haunted. Like, we want to be proven Right. Either right or wrong. I want to find the most logical answer for the yep. situation And first. so does Pete. He is big about that. Like, he will rip something apart to try and make sure that it's, like, the... It's not... If anything, we go the opposite direction to try to prove it right. false. Exactly. And then, so, Meg and I talked about it. We're like, well, it could be because we're standing at a completely different angle, so it looks wider open. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to... Because I remembered where I had stopped and taken the picture. So I was like, I'm going to go right to where I was and take a picture from that angle. Mm-hmm. And the second I got there, I looked up, I was like... It's the fucking same. I mean, it's, it's different. The same. It's, it's well, yeah, it's, yeah. it hadn't. It was, it was more open than it was the first time. And so I was able to go back and I showed Meg, which again we'll post these pictures. You can tell. You can tell it's open. It's open more, and that was like we were like that was pretty cool. Okay, well yeah. there's that. Yeah, I like it. Um, so the Walker Ames house was built in 1889 for the lumber mills master mechanic William Walker. Mm-hmm. He lived there with his wife Emma and his daughter Maud. Maud. That's an interesting name. You don't hear the name Maud very much. No, but I'm sure it'll be coming around soon. You think All the so? names super, like All the names st- come back. Um, one of my my youngest starts kindergarten day after tomorrow, and mm-hmm. today I found out that the friend that she made during Jumpstart's name was Ruth. 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 And I was like, whoa. And then I saw her, and she's this like beautiful little blonde girl. Like she was so cute. But, I kn- I've known one Ruth, but she was an adult. When yeah. I was oh a yeah. Child. So it's funny because I feel like names are starting to circle back. Yeah, circle back. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, some of my kids' names are older names, but not yeah, not that, that much old. Older. No, but Ruth to me sounds like. I mean, that's biblical. Yeah, that's Literally, old. I think. I don't know. Is it in the Bible? Yeah, Ruth. I vaguely remember. I remember the movie with Charl. Was it Charlton Heston? <laughs> what movie? I don't know. I don't remember. It was on every Sunday on PBS or something. It was like four hours long. I was definitely not watching PBS <laughs> on Sundays, so that was a you thing. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. So Maud got married to a man named Edward Edwin Ames. Thus the name, the Walker Ames house. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You didn't know that? No, because I deliberately didn't, like, do any knowledge or research on the house before we went in because I didn't want to get any names. Oh. But do you realize one of the names that we got while we were down there? What was it? It was Edward. Oh, you're right. We got the name Edward. Yeah, it came up. Yes. And, oh, one more. I have it on my thing. I have to look. It was Jack. The other one was... was no. Jack? Oh, maybe. Jack. Yeah. And then there was a woman's name. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. But she was the nanny. No, that wasn't the That was Sarah. Oh, Sarah was well, the we'll nanny. we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but the Jackson... Was Elizabeth the, Jackson house was across, across the, the street, street and we got the name Elizabeth and Jack. Yep. But Edward was another one yeah, there that I actually don't think we realized came up until I was home the we next day and I was looking day. at it. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Anyways, that's well, funny. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all four of them lived in the house. Okay. Can we just talk about that for a minute? Yeah. The house is beautiful. It the is house, huge. It's, it's big, but... The upstairs is not so big. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's big, but if that many people living... 
But the mom and dad and the daughter and her husband. Oh, I all just registered live in this. this house. I thought we were talking about children. No, we're talking about adults. Adults. And like, all the rooms weird. were conjoined in one bathroom. Yeah, that's weird, which, right? Well, that's weird, but probably normal for that time. I mean, one of the rooms had its own little, like, ensuite bathroom, and then the other one had, like, a Jack and Jill bathroom, but... Did it? Yeah. Where I was sitting, looking through the other room, there was a Jack and Jill bathroom, and then the first bedroom, when you walk up on yeah. the left, and the room had a little I was sitting in... That did not have a bathroom. That didn't have a bathroom. Mm-mm. Okay. But still. Yeah. It a was... A little yeah. weird. And all the rooms connected. All of the rooms connected. Yeah, you could walk in a full circle on the second floor, like, and get... Through every room. I don't know. I wouldn't want to live with my husband in my parents' house. No. I mean, I did it for, like, when we were poor for, like, six months. Yeah, no. But, I like, mean, I did it when we moved back from Australia until we found a place to live. But I lived in my parents' house, and it was it was great because I love them, but it was also horrible because... Yeah, I lived in my parents' house, yeah. too. And yeah. as much as you love them, you it's still... No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Too old. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So Ames eventually took over the mill as resident manager in 1883 and then became the general manager until 1931. That is a long time. It is. 1883 to 1931. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the home is situated where it overlooks the bay. Beautiful location. Mm -hmm. Absolutely stunning. And there is a big history that we didn't really go into about how they took the land from the natives. Yes. And the native tribe is right across the bay. And we could actually see, like, some of the buildings that where they yep. still live today. And that is not a good history. That is a dark history. Yep. I mean, we just want to acknowledge acknowledge that. Yep. Um, so, this home was built, situated overlooking the bay. And it was done to keep an eye on the comings and goings in the bay. As well as showing off the house, because why not? Yep. Because so it's beautiful. Yeah. The entrance to the house, instead of facing the street where people would walk in, it faced the bay because they wanted people to see the entrance of the house as they came into the bay. Okay. So this house is known for a lot of paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. It's a regular spot for paranormal investigators and a regular ghost tour from Port Gamble Paranormal. Yes. So this is a regular place that Pete goes. Yeah, this is a standard, like, his ghost story goes all through the town in this house. Mm -hmm. So when I initially went there, it was a tour of the house itself. There was some things that you could tell that was going on. There was some feelings. My hair got pulled in the basement, sort of things like that. Yep. But then when we went with this tour, like you said, there was like 40 or 50 people on this tour. We were with a huge group of people. And that made it, when we first went into the house, like, we kind of just were doing what everyone else was doing and it was so hard to even get like a feeling of it because there was just so so many people in their own energy with whatever baggage right. they carry with was a lot and then Pete came to us and he was like you guys don't need to tour you don't got to go with everyone like you guys go the opposite way of what yeah. I'm doing we were like oh thank god so when he had people up in the attic we were in the rooms yeah and then when he had people down in the basement we were in the attic and yep. you know vice we, versa yeah we swapped all around so it was really nice. Thank you, Pete. That yeah, was really nice. It was nice the best. And it, we well, and it made it for us to actually be able to pick up stuff because otherwise I don't think we would have no. gotten anything. Too much. We, we may have, but I don't know. Yeah, we needed that. And I personally needed it because with my things that I do, like when there's too many people around, I find, like, I it's hard well, to do get, it. It gets muddled because yeah, there's so I'm, much energy. There's so much uh-huh. going on. And I'm so new into it. I don't know how to, like hone in or I figure out or for yeah. a pretty experienced yeah it's just medium, was a lot. it would be a lot yeah so it was nice once we got to go in our own place because then that was when we got to yeah sit and and we were sitting upstairs we were kind of asking questions and I got my flashlight turned on yep we were in the second floor um and she was in one room which we have a picture again on our instagram that I took of Meg like sitting against the wall and she had a flashlight and she was like asking them to turn it on or off or whatever. I can't yeah, remember. Just, it was yeah, on. Yeah, it was off and I asked them to turn it on and it did Which turn I'm still on. really pissed that I wasn't recording then because I'd been recording everything and that wasn't. But she got it to turn on and then we were sitting there and she was saying, she was talking about like, it, are any of the servants here? Is the nanny here? And I, in with my like abilities that I have, I got the name Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I said to Meg, I said, I don't know if this is somebody's name who is that. I said, but I'm getting the name Sarah. Mm-hmm. And we both were like, all right, well, when we see Pete, we'll ask him yeah. about it. Because we weren't sure. Um, and then it turned out at the end of the tour. That was the nanny. Yeah, I said to him, I said, is there anybody named Sarah? And he goes, yeah, we think she was a nanny or a servant. And we were like, there you go. There it is. There you go. Which was pretty cool. So in this house, people report just eerie feelings, cold spots, 
touching, sounds from unknown origins, strange smells, hair being pulled, physical apparitions, and even photographic evidence. Yep. We will post the picture. There is a picture when he was doing an investigation. This wasn't a tour. This was an investigation one night. And in the, I guess you could call it like the entryway area. Mm -hmm. There is, there's the entryway, the stairs going up. You can go into the parlor or you can go back to the kitchen and there's a fireplace right in the middle. And he was standing there talking and turned around and there was an apparition of a woman standing right there. And he saw the light shining off of her eyes and everybody saw her and then she went away. Crazy. But there is a picture of the apparition of the woman. Where is that? Online. I'll, sh- I'll send oh, it to dang, you. Oh, dang. I didn't yeah. see that. That's crazy. There's also a picture of the butler upstairs. Mm-hmm. Upstairs, kind of looking, I believe it's in the hallway or one of the bedrooms. Interesting, yeah. In that mirror where you and I took a picture. Yeah, we took a selfie in the mirror, Mm -hmm. which, again, we'll post that. Mm -hmm. It was not a great picture. No, but I was kind of hoping someone would come up behind it. (sighs) Dang it. Next time. Didn't. Um, The owner of the Port Gamble General Store, which is right next door, he's made reports of seeing three small children peering out from the upstairs windows. Mm -hmm. Which, that was my vibe. I thought it was a child who was messing with the things. There are kids... In that was house. my, when I, when I was like trying to feel like what I felt, I thought it was a child messing, like opening that. That was what I got. You got a child opening I got a child. Okay. Did you get something else? I didn't get anything. I just saw that there was somebody yeah, up there. I, I got are, a child. Well, when we got up there, I felt like I was like that instantly. I was like, it was a child. Well, when you do go up there, they do have toys laid out. Because they do. that yep. was for the children and the yep. nanny's room was up there. Yep. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Was there a bathroom up there? There had to have been. If the I don't remember, to be honest. There. No, who knows? Maybe they walked all the way down the stairs. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> there have been people who come up from the basement and they'll have handprints on their legs, like somebody had grabbed it, like a red handprint. Mm-hmm. And there's often reports of hairs, hair being pulled, poking, touching, and apparitions Which there. We both... I've had my hair pulled down there. Um, and I had my head touched. So you want to kind of take off what happened in the basement? Yeah. So, um, it's crazy because when you I saying, knew the story before and I knew nothing, I went in completely blind and I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to go in blind knowing nothing. I didn't want anything to, um, alter my experience. Like I didn't want my preconceived notions of things that happened to make me think things were happening without it right. being real. And we do that. Like, if one of us yeah. knows something, we purposefully do not tell the other Yeah, and we anything. didn't talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. We were, I, I didn't know the history of the house. I didn't know anything. I specifically did not know that there was a little boy that was kept down in... Unfortunately. ...the basement because something... That's what they think. They that's think what they think. That a little boy was kept down there. So, anyways, I, we go down there and we were able to investigate by ourselves. By the way, this, it is a basement. It is a it is cement creepy as fuck. cold, damp basement. Yes, it was. Honestly, going down there with the two of us, I as oh, we I know, was, I had the wheelies. Oh like, yeah, yeah. And you guys, how often do you hear me say, "I'm not going ghost hunting. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it." Guys, she did it. Guys, I was and she so wants to brave. do it again. I do, and I was so brave. That's I literally be really laugh. I know. I'll tell that now. <laughs> Um, I called my mom the next day and I was like, mom, you'd be proud. I was so brave. I felt like a little child. Like I did it. But even when I was down there, I just had to like, I tried to like tap into my abilities. And so instead of like being fear, I was like, like what Pete said, be more afraid of the people on the outside. The people in there can't hurt you. They're not going to hurt you. I have said that so many times. I don't even remember what the conversation was with my husband last week, but I literally said I'm more afraid of the people than the spirits. So while we were down there, I experienced someone like tapping me on the head. Like Mm -hmm. Meg and I were mid conversation and something like, it felt like I hit my head on like, like a, almost like a cord or something that was hanging from the Mm -hmm. ceiling. And I like, jolted like this and so it felt like someone went like kind of like that or I don't know if it was it wasn't a hair pull necessarily but it was a tap and then we had this app on my phone that is I think it's a decent one for a phone app which if you want the name of it I'll let you know um and we were following it and it kind of like beeps when there's more energy and all these things and we ended up in this area where it was so cold the second we walked over there bizarrely cold and as we're over there it felt to me like a cold hand like grabbed my wrist and that to me was like I was like yeah that in it but it wasn't like the pressure like some it wasn't like a physical grab but it was just felt you like it was feel, coldness wrapping yeah. around but the temperature changed 
The temperature changed. That was and this wild. was like, okay, so think of it as a big cement room and the staircase is in the center. So it goes around in yep. a big circle. And over in the corner is where we got a bunch of readings. And over in that corner is where supposedly this room was. Oh, really? Is that? Oh, I oh, didn't, you know, didn't that. know that. No. Yeah, no, in that corner where we were was supposedly where the room okay, was well, where they kept the And that was where it was the Allegedly. most uh, that was where it was the most active. And then we also got some disembodied voices on our yeah, recordings. But the, some of them were scary. They were terrifying. So then fast forward to about 3 days later, I was over at my friend's house and her mom is a psychic medium mm-hmm. and um I was just kind of telling my friend about it and she was in the room with us and I had said, you know, we went into this basement and I didn't give any history. She didn't know what house I was talking about. She didn't know anything about like what is supposedly living down there. And I said we went in this basement and it was terrifying. And I was like, and we got these crazy disembodied voices. Mm -hmm. So I played it. And the second I was done playing it, her mom goes, that was a little boy. He was trying to make you afraid of him because he's afraid you're going to hurt him. And that oh, I just got blew. I called. Her, I called. You were on vacation, and I called her. I was you, like, yeah. She was. At the beach. I thought something was wrong. I'm like, I answered the phone. Like, is everything okay? Yeah, because obviously when she's on vacation, I'm not gonna have like. I wouldn't normally call right. for like dumb things, but it just we don't call each other anyway. Yeah, not a normal thing. We just texting or yeah. But it blew my mind. That that got me because it was she picked up on it by just hearing the thing, and she didn't know anything about what we were talking about or right. whatever, which was crazy. Anyways. That so. was very, very interesting. So mm-hmm. I think in the attic and in the basement is where the most activity, at least for us, that we experienced. Yeah, but then Pete said he gets most of his on the second floor. And that's why he had a, he was like, go up here. This is where he gets all of his. Yeah. And that's where I was able to get the name. Where downstairs, I personally didn't get any, like, m- like any in my, like, mind's eye yeah. ability stuff. I would love if we could possibly set it up, Pete, if you're listening, to just go back and just have a yeah. couple of hours with the intention of going in for an investigation. Because yeah. that wasn't our intention when we came. We were just kind of touring, seeing what it looked yeah. like. And Pete's the one that said, go. go. No, go well, I think, yourself. but I think that we'll work something out with him. I feel like we're going to be able to yeah. get back in there. And I also want to get back into the theater. Yes. More. I want to go into the Masonic Lodge. I know Lodge. you're saying that. So, so uh, real quick, I'll tell I kind of skimmed over yeah. that, but in the Masonic Lodge, it's one of the oldest Masonic lodges west of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And women get most of the activity yeah. because they're like, what are you doing here? Is what women You're not allowed. Do. You're yeah. not allowed here because women typically aren't allowed within the Masons. Or so within now we just, next city. week when we talk to Pete, we're going to weasel go our way in. We're going to be like, all right, Pete, what do we got to do to get in there? You want cider? We got you cider. We'll do whatever. <laughs> we did uh, make him an official lunatic. We got it. We gave him a lunatic soup. It was fun. He got a shirt. Yep. He got some koozies. He got some ciders. Yep. And he was so sweet to kind of introduce us to the crowd. Yeah, and... he introduced us to everyone on the tour at the end, which was fun. And um, hopefully gained a few new listeners from that one. And it was, yeah, it was, he was, was amazing. So we had honestly the best night ever. And we had to drive really home. Fun. It was like an hour and 15 minute drive home. And the whole time we were like Just chit chat. I thought it was going to be harder to get yeah, home than it was. Because we were tired. We were, it was like 11 yeah. o'clock at night. We were but exhausted. But we it was great. It was just, we were on that high of the experience. Well, and I think that was it why after it I was like, okay, I'll do it again. Because it does give you this like big adrenaline hit. It's yeah. like the dopamine hit that my yeah. ADHD brain craves. And I was like, okay, I was so scared. And I was, but would I do it again? Oh, fuck yeah, I'd do yeah. it again. I actually, I loved it so much. And then I was like on Amazon, like ghost hunting gear. What do, what do I need? Yeah, yeah, In- yeah. Investigation gear. We're going to yep. buy some stuff. We're going to buy some stuff. And I have a couple of other investigations lined up. <gasps> you Maybe do. Stadium High School. Yes, that one. I actually really want to do it. Back to the Walker Ames house. Um, it's really cool. Pete has a rapport with these spirits yep. in the house. He knows who they are. He knows their personalities. Every time he goes into the house or goes up to a different level of the house, he goes, hey, it's Pete. Like, yeah. he introduces himself. He lets them know that he's that he's there. Yep. And there are audio recordings, EVPs of disembodied voices saying, where's Pete? Yeah, like, they know him and they appreciate him. He also um, sectioned off certain yeah. areas that people are not allowed to go in. No. And they're not any like big areas by any means, mm-hmm. but there is There's one. a stairwell. Yep, a stairwell. And a closet. Which, I forgot about that one too. Do you remember I heard yep. the knocking in the stairwell? And it wasn't just me. It was a lady there standing next to me. was a lady standing me. next to you. You guys and both we looked both at each looked, other. And we looked at each other and I was like, did you just hear that? She was like, yeah, did you? And I was like, yep. And it was a knocking in the stairwell, which was an area we weren't allowed to go in. So right. that was interesting. Um, and then just energetically, when I was, 
when we were on that second floor, when you were getting the flashlight turning on and off and I got the name Sarah, the room, we were separated. We were in two separate rooms. There's and, like a closet in between, yep, but it's and, open. Yep, and that was the other area we weren't allowed to go. But it was like every time I was like in eye shot vicinity, I could just like feel like it was like there's someone was there like staring at me. It was like that, like when you're in a room and you can feel someone's behind you or feel someone's yeah. there, which by the way, guys, when that happens, it usually means that you're not crazy. There is some energy because there's, right. there's people everywhere or well, like Spirits. I tell my girls, like they're they are everywhere. Ghosts are everywhere, and yeah. they're just people, and they don't that even have necessarily have to be attached to your home. Some people, they're just here. There, or some people, like you'll go into a place and they will take a liking to you, and they will follow you home. That's like a thing. They just, uh, they're making fun of us. I'm convinced they're just making fun of us, also, and just doing things to make us go. Oh, what was that? Have you ever heard the theory? Not theory, but the thing about airplanes. No. It's because when people are so packed in so tightly and everyone has like loved ones and different attachments and things. Yeah. It's a serious way that people actually pick up other people's. Interesting. Baggage. As See, you See, that's would. why you have to protect yourself uh-huh. and your home. Uh-huh. I regularly protect my home. I need to go through one right now because I've been having some, huh, interesting experiences. Can I do it? I love doing uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. But also, I don't think we'll have enough time for this today, but I have to tell you what happened at the wedding venue over the weekend. <gasps> was it our friend who told you to stop, stop cursing? It wasn't him. There was someone else oh. there. And he was... The friend who wanted us to stop cursing, he was there, but he was like just old grumpy man. But he stayed in that attic area where yeah. he told me to get out of. This was like, I could tell, a younger situation. And Interesting. it was to the point where Tex was even like, what the fuck? Because oh. our room door uh-huh. kept jiggling. jiggling. And... Did you guys spend the night there? Uh-huh. Oh, fun. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I feel like his name was Jack and he's, I don't know. Jack. Who knows? Anyways. Jack. Jack. That was what I got. <laughs> I think it was really cool that Pete sections off these spots. And he, he won't tell people. If he finds out that any of the investigators have gone into these spots or recorded in these spots, they will be banned yep, from investigating the house. Yep. And, and it, so, yeah. That and shows it, so much respect. Well, and that's what it is. He has, he has made this like a safe place for these spirits who are, this is their home. And he just makes sure that people are respectful of their space too. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, that's what it is. Yeah. Some other things that have happened in the house. There's a den slash parlor area on the main level. And it's called the smoking room because they'll randomly get... Cigarette smoke. Mm -hmm. The smell of cigarette smoke. And they have some poker chips laid out because I think there was an EVP. We'll have to ask him next week. I think there was an EVP of someone talking about playing cards. Mm -hmm. So they think that maybe that was where the family would play cards. Oh, yeah, that makes sense too. They have poker chips set out and cards set out and they regularly get the smell of smoke. Yep. There was up in the attic, there's a lot of energy up there. Yeah. Like we said, like children up there, the nanny up there. So that was the one place we didn't actually get to go to by ourselves. We, we kind of stayed up there we for did. a We did. We lingered, but there were still some people who were lingering yeah. with us. And that was the one place that we didn't end up. I wish, hindsight 2020, I wish we had gone back up there because I would have loved to have sat up there for a minute um, and just be able to like see what I could pick up on. Because I think if I was up there with nobody else, I could have picked up on some more energy because... That area, I felt more than I, I felt more in the basement as far as physical, like physically nauseous. Physically, yeah. Yeah, I felt physically nauseous. I felt physical touch. I felt physical cold. But when I was in the upstairs two level. The energy up there. That was where I felt the most like in my like medium things. So my daughter, I have four of them. My number two. Yep. She's the one with, with, with the stuff. Yeah. And when we went there last year, afterwards, she told me a couple of things. But one of the things she told me was there was a person up in the attic. Yeah. You know where the room was? Yeah. And then there was that little cubby right next to it. It's so funny because I felt like that was exactly where that was. Yeah. She said she saw it like its arm came, this person, this spirit's arm came out and they kind of poked around. And saw. And she fully saw. She's the one that can really pick up on spirits. Also, like, by the way, I saw her today at school because I took my youngest to meet the teacher and I saw her and I yelled her name and said, hi. And she turned around and saw me. She's like, hi. Yeah, she is quiet as a mouse. But she's been... She's, she's been, been good. I think I just embarrassed her because oh, it was like all it. the class and I was like, sorry, girlfriend. I won't say your name. Um, But I was like, my bad. 
Because my kids, you know, yeah. Oh, no, I love her, too. And she's been coming out of her shell so much, and I love it so much. It is adorable. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) I have one that's in seventh grade. I'm sorry. I have my daughter starting kindergarten (gasps) day after tomorrow, you guys. I still have two years for that. I'm going to be a mess. Anyways. Maybe we should get together on Friday. I thought we were. There you go. I thought Amanda said we're all getting together for drinks. There you go. I have deliberately not made any plans on Friday because I was like, I think I'm going to need a drink. Eventually. I concur. Or maybe all day. I'm unsure. Anyways, well, I feel like that's all we got for today. For today, but we're going to talk about more because we're going to be interviewing Pete mm-hmm. next week. He has, and I didn't want to go into all the stories that he told me because right. I want I want him to tell us. Yeah, he things. has some good ones. And I just feel like this is just a big, so everyone can kind of know what to, or what next week's going to bring if with he, his interview because he's going to have a lot to say, but also like it's also, good to have a background. He also has some cryptid stories. I know he which does. Which I'm super. I'm excited to I hear. know some of it. I'm super stoked about it. By the way, speaking of, Meg doesn't know this yet, but I already have oh. the um, mock-up done to post on Monday, um, so she'll know now. I said it before on our social media, and it never ended up happening, but we are going to do a giveaway next week. Oh, So, yay! yes, on our Instagram. We're going to do a giveaway, um, and we're going to do... I love giveaways. Yeah, so I think what we'll end up doing, again, I haven't discussed this with Meg, so she might have a different idea, but you'll find out. I think what we'll do is do a giveaway up until um Wednesday night so people have like three days to enter and then the winner will be announced on our podcast on Thursday um midway through the me. show maybe at the beginning maybe at the end I don't know make you make you have to try and find it it's gonna be like an easter egg in there of who won I love it and then we will eventually post the winners on the Instagram um for people to see but I don't know if you want to find out if you won you're gonna have to listen to the episode because okay. Yeah. I just want to give away for one of my favorite clothing, like small small business clothing brands. It's called Mind Time Out Shop. I posted a picture and tagged them. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw you one, and I want a T-shirt. Yeah, and it's like That's this exciting. ghost, and it's got checkered, and he's holding Fun. Like, he's holding a balloon with a with a pumpkin. My, I love it. Um, my daughter actually picked out the print because yeah. I won the T-shirt. Well, and that's I'm so very excited. Cool. I love that. Well, now one of you will get to win. I think we're gonna do a crew neck. Yes. First koozies. place, you gotta have koozies in well, there. Well, the first place is probably gonna get a koozie, a crew neck, and maybe some stickers. Love it. Second place might get a t-shirt and koozie, and maybe third place we'll throw in a, a wine glass or a coffee mug. Ooh. We'll see. We're gonna do three winners, so we're gonna have three opportunities to win. So you know, make sure you watch Instagram for that and enter. I love it. So that you can be a lunatic with us, because we don't all need, you want? We all need to be a little lunatics. And don't you want a lunatic sweatshirt going into the uh, spooky Speak- season? Also, I want a quick talk. If you follow us on social media, you'll see what we did last week at the lake in our costumes <laughs> and the looks we got, guys. We went in our Screaming Michael Myers costume on a with, floaty. With both of our in It was actually, it was a really great day. We went to the lake. All the kids, my mother and father-in-law were there. Your mother-in-law was there. We had so many children. My oldest daughter brought a friend. Like, it was, it was a lot. I think Doug was there. Yeah, Doug. My yeah, your yeah. husband came. Doug was there. Um, I will say this: that anybody who doesn't know us, um, Meg and I have something in common, which is well, actually, you're way more athletically able than I am because you actually run and work out. I don't. I've never been able to get up on a paddleboard. We both thing. stood up on the paddleboard. Stood up and paddled, and no one fell in the water. No one fell in the water, and that was and because I, I said to Meg, I said, "Are we standing up?" She goes, "Well, I've never been able to, so I don't think so." And then we both got brave, and I was like, "What's the worst thing's gonna happen? We're gonna fall in the water." That's and the so worst we're thing. like, "Screw it!" And then we both stood up, so we even got some footage of us standing. I was so proud. I was like, "I was super proud because last year I tried my hardest to stand up on that freaking paddleboard, and I could not do it." Center of gravity. I used my ex cheerleading skills, where you like. Squeeze your butt cheeks together really tight and <laughs> tighten your abs. It's like when you're I a think, flyer, when you're the one who goes up high. Those are the skills that I know, and so that's what I used, and that's I, how I survived. I'm going to say last year, last summer, maybe I was too close to postpartum. Yeah, your abs were not. And so yeah. this year, yep. it worked. It was actually really fun. I know. We had a really good time, except it was, it was hot as balls in that mask. It was hot, and there was a bunch of other moms Watching with children, us. and they were not amused. No. At all. But no one was terrified of us. Everyone was just staring at us like, what the fuck is wrong with these girls? A lot. So I, well, yeah, obviously. But I kept saying, this is for work. Guys, it's for work. what we get to do for work. Yeah. Isn't this fun that this is what we get to do for work to try to put it out there that... This is for work. (laughs) We're not just insane. Which, it is for work. No, we are just insane. Again, we know this. Yes. 
Obviously. But not everybody needs to know that. But do they need to know that? Why not? They do. We are lunatic soup. We are lunatic soup. So lunatic and then soup. Just a bunch of stuff thrown into a pot. And crazy. Um, Well, that's all we got for today. Welcome to spooky season. It's spooky season, guys. It's going to start to get fun. We have so much planned. We have so much planned for you guys. And then after spooky season, we're going to do Krampus stuff. She doesn't know it yet, but we are. You guys will find out who's going to win this debate. I... We might do an Just episode wait. on Krampus, but no, no, I don't no, know no, that no, we're no. doing anything Krampus. Just wait what I have planned for us. The photo ops are going to be amazing, and it's oh. not just with us. I don't like it. Make sure you guys get yourself a sour slut, even though today we had an angry whore. Angry which also, horror. it is now the season. I haven't had one in so long. Yeah, it is. We gotta get our friend, um, our friend down the road, Krista. Sorry, I just said your name. That's okay. She's the one that introduced me to the angry oh, is she? Yep. during our annual Halloween scavenger hunt yep. a few years ago. Yep. Chef's so good. Kiss. So Chef's it's a kiss. shot of fireball inside of a cider, which is the like cinnamon. A dry, and it has to be a dry apple cider. Yeah. Like it can't be cherry or anything like that. It has to be a dry apple cider. But they are bomb and so good. So get yourself one of those. Not while you're driving. Nope. And we will see you next week. And we hope you guys have a great week. And then get ready because... More episodes are coming, and they're coming in hot. We might have some video of us dancing to spooky things. Might. We'll find out. We'll find out. We will. There was some last year. Yeah. We'll see if it's this year. Yeah, we'll find out. Happy spooky season! Bye! (laughs)